Welcome to the show. I'm Lachlan Patterson, and here's another episode of my podcast. Welcome. Come on in. Pardon the smoke. Uh, take a seat. Help yourself to some coffee. I got a new coffee maker, a Keurig, so there's little pods. It's brilliant. I don't know how they punch the hole in the top of the pod, yet the water goes down. That makes no sense. How do they do that? Probably some sort of suction feature. Anyway, have coffee. I've also got some bourbon and some something with a Russian or Greek logo on it. I have no idea what it is. It's it's yours. You can have a sip. Have a have the whole bottle. It's been here for years. Maybe we'll both get into it later. <coughs> Let's start the show. It's springtime, you guys. It's spring. Oh, my favorite season is spring. There's still waves in the ocean. The birds are happy. They're chirping away. Mating season for the mockingbird. I don't know if you know that, but February, March, April is mating season for the mockingbird. And we happen to have a few mockingbirds around the shack chirping away, trying to find somebody to spend the rest of their life with because, you know, they hate being single. So they want to be parents. They don't want to be parents for that long. When you're a mockingbird, as soon as a mockingbird hatches, it has two weeks to learn to fly. That's that's what the parents give it. Two weeks, and then you're out of the nest. So find your own place. All this work to have a kid, and then you only want them for two weeks. Meanwhile, Baby Yoda is 50, so I don't understand how that works. I like what I got. Somewhere in between, my kid is a year or he's going to be a year next month, and it's exciting to watch a child grow up. Way more exciting than watching people grow up. Do you notice that? Like when you haven't seen someone in like three years, and then you see them, you're like, oh, hey. But when you haven't seen a baby in three years, and then you see it, it's a completely different person. It's really cool. Let's plug some shows, because I am the only sponsor on this show, as you know. I have to pay for this experience, so to do it, you have to come see me live. That's the that's the deal, guys. If I happen to be in your neighborhood, I don't want to hear uh, excuses. Come on down, see me tell jokes. I'm going to be in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I'm assuming it's called Portsmouth. It could be Portsmouth, but I think they want to call it Portsmouth, so I'm going to call it that. I'm going to be there in April. Just added a show in Wilmington, North Carolina. Jason Stublin, if you're listening, come see me in Wilmington. Anybody come see me in Wilmington. If you have time, Saturday, the uh, Serpentine Serpentarium is open. for f- They feed the serpents on Saturdays around 2 o'clock. I'm definitely going to go check that out. If you want to come with me, they feed s- pythons and and dead the deadliest snakes on earth they have there in Wilmington North Carolina this guy's got a whole whole bunch of them so i can't wait to see it and if you if you if you know who Nate Bargatze is he's a hilarious comedian who has a great bit about the serpentarium so google that and watch it it's exactly how he describes it it's awesome 
Uh, still don't have a name for the show, guys. Still don't have a name for the show. So if you have a name, send it to me on my various social media platforms. You can sign up for my website newsletter at LachlanPatterson.com. And you can email me from there. You can con- There's a contact page right on the website. And you can just send me a name. If I pick your name, guess what? You get an autographed VIP pass from the last Comic Standing tu- Tour with all five finalists' autographs on it. I'm going to send that to you if you come up with a name that I use. And wouldn't it be cool just to have the name be the name you came up with? And maybe you get some sort of licensing deal. But no, you won't. Also, sh- anyone who wants a copy of my CD, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before. I did mention it before. If you want a copy of my CD, tell me you want a copy, and I will send you one. And you can pay me five bucks, because that's how much it costs for me to send you anything. It just I need five bucks, minimum. And then I'll just autograph a CD for you and put it in the mail because it should be like 20 bucks to go to the mail. <laughs> I hate going there. I still haven't mailed that postcard from episode one. But for you, in $5, I will send you a copy of my debut CD entitled Jokes to Make Love To. I've got plenty more material coming, too. I just recorded a special, and it's being shopped around. And who knows, maybe I'll just throw it up on a, just a random throw up on YouTube or Vimeo or something like that. But I really like it. I think you guys will too. Also, shout out, shout out to Vanessa. Thank you for the feedback. Wonderful feedback from Vanessa. I agree, Vanessa. More me. That was what was missing. Oh... This is so great. This is my little space away from home where I can just talk. I had a show last week, and I brought my little one. His name's Crush. I know. it's. Uh, I'm, I've, I've sent him into a world of pain, but I named him Crush because he's just, he's just crushing it, and I got a crush on him, and... He just is, uh, it just suits him. Anyway, I came up with this stupid idea. I didn't even come up with the idea. My lady came up with the idea of me bringing him on stage. And I said, I don't know. I've always found that even bringing a shiny watch on stage becomes a distraction for the audience. So I try to, I don't know if you've seen my appearance on stage, but I try to take down the flash. I don't want people to be staring at sparkling diamonds and and a, a very a big logo or a bunch of words none of my clothing has words on it i don't unless you're paying me to wear your product i don't have i shouldn't have to advertise the the tag that's on the inside of the neck big nike swoosh nike's doing fine they don't need you to peddle their merchandise That being said, I will take any uh, anyone who has a product that they want me to wear. I'm open. I'm open to discuss advertising your product on my person on stage. You know, I see probably 
let's say like at least 50 buck 50 people a week see me so you know marketing of course i gotta like it we'll, we'll talk find me on instagram at lockjaw l-a-c-h-j-a-w and you can find me there on twitter at the same handle and reach out to me i've already been wearing i've been sporting the bruce city beard butter sweatshirt that i got from bruce city beard butter follow them on instagram they are out of Milwaukee, and they make a great beard butter and a, and a hair oil that I use in my hair. I don't even have a beard, but I put it in my hair, and it's great. So look at that. I just plugged them. I've been plugging them like every show because he's nice, and he's a good person, and he sends me shit. So I'm happy to do that. And I'm happy to send you CDs. So send send me five bucks. I've already sold one, uh, one person online already came up with... Uh, the money and i'm sending him four of them four cds thank you by the way and thank you all for the naming the show or trying to come up with names keep coming up with names guys thank you so far we got uh land of locks that's one of them what do you guys think uh two people came up with four stars or four stars only and i think if you can believe it joe prano on the last I think it was the last episode came up with that as well. One step at a time. There's another one that they came up with. And Kelly Tillman with Tippy Toe, which is a little inside joke that we share. And I love the words Tippy Toe. My, my last dog's name was Tiffany, and we called her Tippy Toes because she used to run around on her Tippy Toes. Of course, that's why. Why do we say Tippy Toes? Can we just say Toes? was... I was running around on my toes today. Your tippy toes? No, just the toe part, not the tippy. Anyway, I brought him on stage with me, and on Saturday night, it was a kid's show, so I thought it would be appropriate to bring a kid on stage and try to tell jokes for like, I mean, there was like five-year-olds in the audience and stuff. I was doing it as a favor. It wasn't really, or as a challenge too, you know? You gotta be able to entertain everybody. And, you know, 40 years from now, I my audience is going to be those five-year-olds. So I got to, you know, when I'm 80, those kids that I was entertaining, hopefully they'll be like, I remember him when I was five. He's the same. He's doing the same bits. No, I'll, be always, I'll always be doing new bits. New bits are the best. Anyway, I brought him on stage and... I'm up there trying to tell jokes, and he is, you know, he's, he's as cute as can be. So everyone's just staring at him, and I'm telling jokes, and I look at the audience, and no one's looking at me. And he's getting heavier and heavier. I got my notepad in one hand. I got the microphone, and I'm holding him. And, you know, I was it was, a, it was an absolute debacle. I couldn't do it. I had to put him down. He was so heavy. I was sweating. I put him down and I grabbed like I had toys in my pocket so I just threw toys on the ground and that was helpful. But it's a, just as I thought it would be, you know. It was a distraction. Nobody cared about my jokes. They just want to look at how adorable my child is cuz he is. He's so adorable. He's adorbs. But I think I was supposed to do 15 minutes and I think I did like 10. There's two kinds of comedians in this business. Peop comedians who want to 
do like hours and hours of comedy. Like they just, if it weren't for the light, they just keep going. And then there's comedians who just want to do the time that they're told to do. They just, if, if they're told 12 minutes, 12 minutes. If they're told an hour, an hour, and everything in between. And that's me. I never go over my time. If I do, it's a huge, like, I, I can't let that go. Like, I'm disappointed in myself for running the light. Because I hate people who run the light. It's ego. It's egocentric to me to think, you know, I know what I've been paid to do, but I think they need more. But we see it different ways. Maybe this is your only chance to get up and be heard by people. Maybe everywhere else in life, no one listens to you. I find that even recording this podcast, I don't know if you noticed the times, they're not very long podcasts because I don't have a lot to talk about. I have enough to talk about. I think I'm always satisfied at the end of my podcast. I never listen to it afterwards and think, oh man, I had more to say. (laughs) So, I don't run the light. I just don't, um, I don't enjoy it. Should we get into some sesh talk? So I went out today. I I haven't even showered. I was in the ocean today. Dolphins were a present, which is always a plus. Nick Lamb was in the ocean with me too. Previous Kooks of Comedy guest, Nick Lamb was in in the ocean. Professional big wave surfer. The guy's absolutely nuts. He he surfs fifty foot waves, he and he's just a badass, and he's he's ridiculously good looking too, which is just I don't know. He's just he's just the whole package if you're a lady, I think. You know, just he can surf big waves and he's good looking. Isn't that it? Isn't that all we have to do for you to make you happy? Shouldn't that be enough that I challenge myself? to ride nature's most horrific wonder. And I also am very attractive. What else is there? I don't think there's much. Anyway, I'm out there with him, cooking it up good. I have no idea what I'm doing. High tide was at 10.34 today. How do they know exactly the minute that the ocean is going to be finished getting higher and start to get lower. I mean, right down to the minute, 10.34, it said. And they're right. They're right. I don't know how they do it. Something to do with space and the moon. They look at the moon. Some guy looks at the moon and goes, it's 7.32. I think the ocean's going to quit. They certainly can't get the wind right. They never get the wind right. But it was good. It was a really good day. I'm feeling better on my board. I got a little six-foot puddle jumper for all the surfers out there. And it it is just perfect for that, that wave I was on today. Just a mushy, high-tide wave. Yeah, I don't know. I just I didn't feel like a total fucking Barney today. Pardon the language. It's just... It's just kind of how I talk when I'm alone. And I know nobody, you know, you guys obviously care, but 
I can't see you. I don't, I just, all I'm looking at is my garage door and my notes and some really cool stuff I've put around the shack. I've got a Michael Jackson s little statue. I've got a transformer. Um, I'll take some pictures and I'll put them on uh, something. What should I put them on? Maybe I can start a podcast page on my website. So you, wouldn't that be fun? I'm going to write that down. Podcast page. Sorry, just got lost in some notes. Do you ever just get lost in some notes? Well, that was Sesh Talk. That was Sesh Talk. I hope you enjoyed it. I did. I'm really enjoying surfing lately. It's been fun. Uh somehow my body is doing what I want it to do a little better. There's always reminders that I suck. I think just, you know, it'll, you'll be, if you look at my whole day, I sucked, but individual waves, I, I really made some improvements and it's exciting. Saw some dolphins. Like I said, my parents, my parents are, I, 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 I Skype them, FaceTime them the other day they're actually almost both of them are in the FaceTime now it's my mom is it's mainly my mom and then uh, my dad's shoulder and his ear and you know he doesn't care he just wants to do his crosswords he'll do his crossword while we're Skyping just he just does not put it down he's it's his thing he loves it <laughs> And since the sp impeachment trials are over, he's over, he's he's hopefully moved on. Those impeachment trials were ridiculous, man. What a waste of time. If uh, I wish I never watched those. That being said, if you never did watch the impeachment trials and you don't know anything about it, you should check it out. It's actually pretty interesting. <laughs> How'd that sound? Uh kid's first birthday's coming up. He's going to be one. People always say, oh, they grow up so fast. They don't grow up so fast. They grow up the same l as us. One year, two year. The difference is just how they look. They look so different. Like He's never going to look like this again. A year from now, he's not going to look like this. A year from now, I'm going to look exactly like this. Nobody runs into each other after they were one years old, like 10 years later. And it's like, crush? Tanner? Oh my God. What's it been? Nine years? God. You look great. You're not going to have that conversation because you're not going to know, you're not going to ever know Tanner from what he looked like at one, 10 years later. He's going to be a different person. A completely different person. So he's a completely different person than he was at zero. At zero, he was, oh, man. He's running around, and he copies me. I He dropped a ball into a bin, and, he, and I go, uh-oh. And he looked at me and goes, uh-oh, for the first time. And that just sounds so dumb t and boring to some of you, but to me, that was just really cool. He's like, he's, he, he's, he's mocking me. Anyway, we're going to have a first birthday, and I've invited a bunch of my friends, and 
there's not really going to be any kids at the birthday. It's just going to be all parents because he doesn't, he's not going to yeah. remember his first birthday. I got him some good toys, though. I got him uh, Duke Kaboom. I don't know if you saw Toy Story 4, but Duke Kaboom was the Canadian stuntman or daredevil voiced by Keanu Reeves, also Canadian, in case you didn't know that. Also, Johnny Utah from Point Break. Also, just legend, the goat. So, I got him this cool daredevil thing. And I got him a truck, a big truck, because he loves trucks. And his name's Crush. So maybe he'll be like a foreman. <laughs> That'd be fine. What a weird world he's going to grow up in. You won't be able to cheat on his lady. I noticed, I thought about that. You can't cheat now like you used to. Like in the old Wild West, you could, it was a lot easier to cheat on someone than it is now. Now with cell phones and GPS and, you know, even like these privacy agreements, you, people know where you are all the time. You might as well have a homing beacon in your head. It just, I couldn't imagine if I wanted to cheat thinking that I would get away with it. Like, as soon as I cheat now, I'm just going to tell my woman, hey, I cheated. You're going to find out any minute now. <laughs> someone's going to someone's gonna add you on Instagram that you don't recognize, and then you're going to scroll through their photos and see a picture of me and her. So I figure I'll just tell you. Because there's no way, man. Old West, you could just, you know, you could get on a horse and be like, I'll be back in a few days. I'm going to town. And your wife would say, all right, don't forget to pick up some lamb. And we need more wood for the fire. And and uh, butter. No, nah, they didn't need butter. And he'd say, all right. All right, let me write that down. Lamb. And, uh, you know, he get his grocery list, his Old West grocery list. Rope. Get some rope. And uh, got to pick up some beef jerky. And uh, some new, some new, a new saddle. It's a heavy grocery bag. And then they go into one store and get everything. They just walk in and go, I need a saddle. And I need some coffee. And I need some rope and eggs. And let's see, I need uh, I need a room for the night. And I need uh, some clothes. All in one store. It was great. It was like Amazon. And then we screwed it up, and now it's back. Anyway, it would be hard to get caught back then. You know, your woman would have to follow you through the trail. What was the trail? The Oregon Trail to catch you? Just following your tracks, getting off her horse and smelling the dirt, or rubbing her fingers in the fire, ashes, try to figure out how many days ahead you are. Looking for clues. Oh, man. At what point are you just going to break up? 
when you when you're on the trail and you hear that piece of wood snap and you look back and there's your wife hiding on you what are you doing what are you doing in the woods following me you you don't trust me ah this isn't gonna work following me i've been gone for three days i've been traveling you been following me you psycho there were psycho chicks back then too i think maybe probably whatever oh man this is fun i got a show this week at west side comedy theater i have a lot of shows at west side comedy theater my buddy goes do you like that place yeah i do i like the west side comedy theater my lady's uh she's on a diet we're both on this diet but she's really on it or we're on it for her and you know I'm doing it to support her, but I don't really need to do it. I haven't lost any weight, but she's lost a ton of weight, so I think it's great that I'm such a great boyfriend. Number one guy. Not the number one dad, but I am the number one guy. That should be a shirt. I support her by eating this and preparing all her meals uh, in the... uh, diet that she has which is that we have is no dairy no sugar no like beans and no fun really but we can eat meat like really healthy organic meats and organic vegetables and fruit those are our three things that we can eat and some nuts like almonds and pecans we can eat and I'll tell you if it wasn't for the almonds and the pecans it I couldn't do it I need to snack on something, and I just don't find it fun snacking on vegetables. So that's really helped out. I've lost like three pounds. I'm not, I'm not, I'm already thin. So this was more just to support her. But it's definitely made our relationship harder because we're both just miserable (laughs) trying to help each other. But fighting over stupid shit I didn't put one of my dates down on the calendar it was my fault and I just said hey I gotta go in about an hour I gotta go and she goes where are you going and I go uh I'm going to do my show at the ice house like I've been plugging all week on the podcast all month February 21st I'll be at the ice house I said that you remember and she goes, I don't remember you ever saying that. And it's not on the calendar. And I said, how could it not be on the calendar? And I was like, oh, fuck. I started a new calendar for t- my website. And because I did that, all my dates are on a calendar that I don't share with her. So by the time I realized that I had already said, I had already said duh. And, well, I got to go. And... It just, when you have a one-year-old, it doesn't, that's not cool. But I thought it was cool (laughs) at the time. I thought it should be cool, you know. And she goes, you just performed yesterday. And that got me lit because I didn't just perform yesterday. And I hadn't performed all week. So it made me uh, self-sensitive because I need to perform more. And you're complaining that I don't, that I just performed. 
And so that got me triggered because I need to get up on stage more. And she's already being upset about me getting on stage once. And I know she's not normally like that. She normally lets me go and do all the shows I want to do as long as I give her a heads up. And, you know, on top of it, she was having her period. And, oh, man, she doesn't she doesn't care if there's people around. She'll fight. I'm always like, let's just calm down and get the check and say goodbye to our friends. And then we can go back to our house and just start throwing shit. Okay? You can throw whatever you want at me if you just, can we just get through can we make people think that we're an all-star couple? But she doesn't. She knows how upset I get and how, you know, she knows how to piss me off. And it's, let's argue in front of our friends and make our friends feel uncomfortable and make our friends doubt our stability and make our friends not want to come around. I ha- only have, like, four friends, so... It's I'm I'm very protective of our friends. Also, I want to make I do want our relationship to appear rock solid from the outside. I want to be a beacon of hope for other people in relationships struggling. I want them to see us and go, we gotta g- get like them. So I try to keep it together. This fight went on. F- okay, I went to the when we got home. She wasn't speaking, so I went in the other room and I started working on the computer. I came back and she was putting Crush to bed, so I gave her some time. And then she got into bed. When I got into bed, she got out of bed. She got out of bed and slept in the other room. And then she woke up and just went to the gym. And then she got home from the gym and I was mad, so I went to the gym. So now it's like 3 (laughs) o'clock and we still haven't dealt with this. It's like a 24-hour fight over that over a calendar thing god you start to realize too it's never about the thing it's about the emotion it's always about the emotion the thing is you know what I have a show at the ice house that I've had shows at the ice house many times so that couldn't be the problem have I told her about things last minute yeah, I've told her th- about things last minute, and it's been cool. But there was already some emotion about something, I don't know. And uh, she wasn't happy. So when I told her I'm leaving, I wasn't happy at her either. She said something to me. I said something to her. And that's the way it happens. And then you're wasting the rest of the night not talking but we worked it out, and we're in love again. She likes me today. She loves me a lot today. So, yay today. We'll see about tomorrow. One step at a time, right? If there is another uh, name for the podcast that you would think you might like to hear me say, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear something. I've got a few of my own that I'm thinking of calling it. Maybe it'll just be Lachlan's podcast, but I like a catchy title. My name's Locke, you know, Lockdown. 
locking it in. I don't know. What am I talking about? But if you can come up with one, let me know. Let me know what you think. And don't forget to review the show anywhere between one and four stars, please. And leave a review. And please give me some food back. I want your food back. That's my food back. Give me some feedback. Get some CDs. Buy a bunch. Four CDs for $20. And I put them, I'll package them, I'll sign them, and you can give them to people. You can make things with them. You can make like a box or like a prism, you know, or a little thing for your for your uh, rear view mirror, a little shiny thing to distract people. You can put it in your CD drive and drag the files to your desktop and load them up on your cell phone or your iPod, pad, phone, whatever the you do with audio these days and don't forget to come see me live you can see me live quit seeing me dead and see me alive april 26th and 27th i believe i will be in wilmington north carolina at the dead crow comedy club i just booked it i have to go tell my lady 24th and 25th i want to be in new york the 19th of April to the 23rd just doing shows around town I will post those shows as soon as I get those those shows booked okay and our next episode I will have a guest I have already confirmed a guest so there will be a hang sesh coming this has been a solo sesh with your man your your number one guy Lachlan Patterson Good night, good day, good morning, however you listen.